You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Right now, I am very interested and where my money's going tonight in the NBA. So let's get into a pair of game sixes. It was, we start in Philadelphia, where the Celtics are laying a point and a half. We've got a total of 214 and a half. It's actually the Sixers that lead the series through games to two. Jenks, do we think we see a game seven? Do you think we see a bounce back from the C's here? I think so. I might, I might play the Celtics on the money line at minus 140. And the money's coming in on Boston. The spread has gone from Celtics minus one and a half to Celtics minus two and a half. The total mm-hmm. has come down a couple points. I, I I just have to believe, and my NBA picks have been a real roll of the dice, <laughs> but I, I just feel like the Celtics are the better team. And I mentioned earlier in the show how they were in this position last year, right? Down three to two to Milwaukee and then won the final two games of that series, propelling them onto the Eastern Conference Finals and eventually into the NBA Finals. I just don't think the Sixers have the depth to compete with the Celtics. And also, I do expect some sort of positive regression from the Celtics because they did not shoot well in their last game. Al Horford had zero points. Zero. Now, Al Horford does not need to go out and drop 25. I certainly don't expect that. But it just speaks to the fact that when he goes 0 for 7, and you end up shooting as a team less than 40%, then you're going to lose a lot of games. And conversely, Philly shot 50% from the field. So I just think that that Celtics depth and their experience and the fact that they can beat you in myriad ways will come to fruition in this game. So I'm on Boston. Yeah, the fact that the Sixers shot 50%. Like, I don't see that happening again. They shot 50% from the field and also, I think, 40% from the three-point line, which is a little bit more sustainable if you're a good Mm three-point shooting team. But still, one would think, like, both teams are primed for a little regression, both the Sixers in a bad way and the Celtics in a good way. And also, the fact that this is a road game doesn't mean that much to me. Honestly, I think I like the spot better for the Celtics. When the Celtics Mm -hmm. have been huge favorites – that's when they have not been trustworthy. That's when they've lost games outright. So I think the fact that you get a short number on a Celtics team here, I think I'd rather do that than, you know, in these positions where the Celtics are supposed to run the table. I think they play better when the spread's actually shorter and they're actually playing on the road, which is crazy to think, but I think that's the case here. Are there any other gut feelings you have in this game? Because I think that's my gut feeling. I'm not sure if it's going to make it hard for me. Uh, Let's look at a total of 212 and a half feels very low um, but we know the defense can be exceptional for the celtics and we know the sixers have the shot blocking machine and joel Embiid. and maybe that's my next uh, road we should go down what do we expect from joel Embiid tonight 
in Philadelphia because last game he very much looked like an MVP after being a little quiet to start the series. Mm -hmm. I know he wasn't super healthy. Do we expect to see MVP Embiid tonight? Yeah, maybe, but I think we can still see. I think both things can be true. I think we can see Joel Embiid MVP and the Celtics can still win this game. Ultimately, I don't think it's about whether or not Joel Embiid gets it done. I think it's whether or not the rest of his supporting cast can get it done. I guess James Harden going to be efficient, which we've talked about throughout this playoff series. Is Tyrese Maxey going to step up? Like, are the role players for the Sixers going to contribute like they have in the Sixers' wins? I don't know. And even in a couple of those wins, it was just James Harden. I, I, I feel like the margin of error for the Sixers is just razor thin and it took a really bad performance by the Celtics last time out I will say one thing I am concerned about and maybe you can correct me on this Joe Missoula does not inspire a lot of confidence and I am not smart enough to know exactly what he's doing wrong here but it feels like he's not getting the most out of the Celtics club that they're underachieving particularly compared to what we saw last year even though I know that we're at a different place than at this point last season but I worry a little bit about his inexperience as a head coach. If you're looking for a coaching advantage, that definitely belongs to the Sixers. Although, isn't the knock against uh, Doc Rivers is that he squanders leads and he, like, gives up leads in series? So, like, there's two Achilles heels at play here. It's true, but at least he's won a title. You know, at least he's been there. At least he has experience. Like, what has Joe Missoula ever done in the NBA? Man, he may win this series. I think the Celtics do win this series. But again, he's only 34 years old. So I understand the argument against Doc Rivers. But also, Joe Mazzula hasn't done anything. Well, because he's 34. Like, he's a young gun, you know? 34 (laughs) is young, right? He's younger than me, damn it. Vibrant. Um, (laughs) um, But still, I think you got to look at this game in other ways as well. And the angle that I think both of us have kind of been on has been superstars facing elimination because we get that tonight with the Celtics, one loss away from ending their season. Do we think it's Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown who steps up here? Because last game it was Jason Tatum. Wasn't very Mm -hmm. efficient. 3 of 11 from the three-point line, 11 of 27 from the field, but still had 36 points. Jalen Brown had 24, 9 of 16 from the field, 3 of 6 from the three-point line. Who do we think goes off, or do we think it's both of them? Oh, God. I don't know. This is a tough one. If I'm betting a points prop, I think I might bet Tatum. But then again, it's so square. I was on Steph last night in his points prop, and had he been better from three-point range, he probably would have hit it. I think he was three of 11. I, I, I think it's Jason Tatum. I tend to want to rely more on the superstars, and Jalen Brown is a superstar as well. Don't get me wrong. We're talking about mm-hmm. second-team All-NBA, but – At the same time, we've seen, if we can see Jason Tatum drop 46 on not a great night necessarily shooting, and he was in this position last year. Remember, he had a a game of games last year when the Celtics were down to the Bucs 3-2. He has been in this position before, so I would expect, I think I would lean Jason Tatum to step up tonight. I think so as well. He's been shooting the ball more. Like, the opportunity Mm -hmm. is going to be there. Because look at all the shots that he took last game. He wasn't even very efficient. However, the number's always going to be higher for Jason Tatum as opposed to Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum's 29 and a half. Meanwhile, Jalen Brown, 24 and a half. 
maybe I'd go mm-hmm. with Jalen Brown just for that reason because we saw it last night. Steph Curry had a well, he had a, a tough shooting night, but still he finished with what twenty seven points. It's just his points prop was yeah. so high that he didn't quite get to it. So. I think I'll roll with Jalen Brown playing that angle. Uh, Let's go to the next game. It's another team facing elimination as the Suns trail the Nuggets three games to two. We have the Suns like three and a half at home, total 226 and a half. So, Jinx, that angle of superstars facing elimination, we have a pair of very good superstars facing elimination. Do we think it's a KD and Devin Booker type of night? And do we think it's enough to stave off the Nuggets? Nah, nah, dog. I'm on the Nuggets money line tonight. Am I going to play it? No, I'm not. I think the Suns are cooked. (laughs) I'm just going to say, I think they're cooked. I I think they are. Kevin Durant has played a a billion minutes. So has Devin Booker. And this was the sacrifice that the Suns made. They said, let's get KD, but we have no depth. Like who is going to come in and help KD and help Devin Booker? Chris Paul's out. You can make the argument that the Suns are a better team without Chris Paul. Fine. Landry Schmidt, maybe. Terrence Ross. I don't know. The Suns look tired to me. They sound tired. And the Nuggets are clearly the better team. They're definitely the deeper team. I think they go into Phoenix tonight and they win outright. Yeah, I wouldn't talk you off of it, but I would very much rather take the points at three and a half because this game can be close and you still win your bet. I still think the biggest problem for the Suns is they do not have an answer for Nikola Jokic. And I know, you know, one of those games that he scored 53 points in, that, you know, the Nuggets did not win it. But still, I think this is a repeatable performance for Nikola Jokic as opposed to, we talked about this, regression was looming for Devin Booker because he's not Mm -hmm. taking shots from, you know, 10 foot away from the basket. You know, he's taking those long shots, you know, long range twos, long threes to where regression is more um, looming, I, I suppose, than the shots that big men take. So I still don't think the Suns have an answer for Nikola Jokic. My God, some of the points that he's put up, do we think Nikola Jokic has a big night as far as points are concerned? Because you look at his points prop, I believe it's 29 and a half, maybe it's 30. I don't think they stop him. I think I'm still riding on the points props for Nikola Jokic because I think he's hit it like every night. Yeah, he's been unbelievable. And again, DeAndre Ayton is questionable for tonight's game. So you have to wonder who is going to slow down Nikola Jokic. I don't know. Nobody Nobody has slowed him down. Nobody. Like none. Nobody. And if Ayton is out, I don't know if he's going to play or not. We won't know until later on in the day. Then all of a sudden, that's just another reason why Jokic could go off because he's not going to have anyone to check him on the inside or whoever it may be. Certainly won't have any sort of talent level that matches his. I Yeah, I don't mind that bet. What do we think for Devin Booker or Kevin Durant? Because I do think that's a good angle. The superstars facing elimination because I would imagine mm-hmm. Devin Booker takes a lot of shots tonight, even though I think Kevin Durant actually shot it more last time around, but both their points props are very high. Kevin Durant, 30 and a half. Devin Booker, 31 and a half. I think I'd lean towards Devin Booker here because we know he has an extremely high mm-hmm. upside. And I think as far as pure scoring goes, I don't know. Do I want to go down that road? I don't know if I want to say he's a better pure scorer than KD, but he's Whoa. averaging like 37 points in the postseason. So I think, you know, due to the recent history, I think I'd lean towards Booker. No, I, I would agree with that. KD's the better scorer, but in this series, in the playoffs, Devin Booker has been more of that guy. 
He's gotten more looks. Mm -hmm. He's been more efficient. He scored more points. So, yes, Kevin Durant, all things being equal, is one of the greatest just pure shooters of all time, pure scorers of all time. But Devin Booker, you're right, in the postseason has been someone you've wanted to back. And the reason why I like the Nugs when they were back in Denver is that I expected a little bit of regression from Devin Booker just because there was no way he could keep it up. That's how good he's been. But it wouldn't surprise me if he had a big night tonight. Right, but I think we're both going to be on the Nuggets, cooking the Suns uh, tonight in the desert. Or at least I'm going to take the points with the three and a half with Denver. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.